Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, welcome to yet another rendition or addition of Lynn Cullen Still Alive. It is October 20th, 2020-20-2020, and most importantly, it's two weeks until we get to vote again. My sister is joining us because it's also a Tuesday. Hi, Suze. Good morning. Good morning. I look at the clock, and it's nine fifty. It's uh, 8.56 my time, and so I start reading, and then I look at the clock, and it's nine o'clock, and I go, "Holy shit!" <laughs> That's what happens. You've got a, you. Yeah, I know it happens to me too. There's a lot of twenties in the, you know, twenty twenty. It's October twentieth, twenty twenty. And it is. And it is. So it's ten twenty twenty twenty. It's ten twenty twenty twenty. It's a very. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are people who are like numerologists, right? Who like get into stuff like that. I don't know. But is anyway, I know now what two plus no, that's two plus that's seven. don't even don't even try. Anyway, two weeks. We've been waiting four years. Two weeks. However, I uh was looking at a Hey, by the way, wait, sorry. Um, I, I was mentioning on the show yesterday that I was a wreck because I sent in my ballot by mail and blah, 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 blah. And immediately after the show, so many of you, and I thank you all, sent me the link, which I should know, to um, tracking my ballot. And I hit the link, I put my name, my birth date, my county in, and voila, it just Bang, came up almost. It was just amazing. Bango. Yeah, they got my ballot. So, cool. And, <laughs> and I, I, um, I drove to uh, my home in uh, Chicago, and uh, it, underneath the signs that said, if you're coming in from a COVID uh, hotspot, uh, self-isolate for 14 days. And I'm thinking, well, okay, but I'm going to vote. I think I'm allowed to do necessary things because otherwise I was just going to be cleaning my house. So I uh, I masked up and I went and I voted in person. And I I'm I'm always excited to vote, but I uh, this time I was actually nervous. I yeah, was, I know. Me too. Me too. I think everyone I was, is. Yeah, I was nervous and excited and, I mean, like shaking and, you know, doing <laughs> stupid things in line, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and even in Chicago where they have more early voting places, you know, than you can shake a stick at and they are all manned. Uh, uh, and I went at 9 o'clock on a Monday morning. Um, I walked right in, but by the time I was done – there was a little line forming, which means mm-hmm. that there are a lot of people everywhere, even in Illinois, where, you know, it's a foregone conclusion. Oh, no, people, people want to vote. So the New York Times did an interesting thing uh, today and looked at seven uh, of the battleground states and how it's looking in terms of voting and and the laws that, you know, how they'll be able to count those votes. And I have to tell you, it is sobering. Um, it, it first of all shows you that if you live in a state that's controlled by a Republican legislature, which, uh, frankly, I think all of these states are. This, well, I don't know about Arizona. But Michigan yeah. is, Florida is, Wisconsin is, Georgia is, North Carolina is, and Pennsylvania is. Those are – they have each state, each let Republican-controlled legislature has been very busy, of course, putting up all kinds of, of uh, barriers for, for people. And um, – Yeah, Missouri's was you can't drop off a mail-in ballot. What? 
they were trying to pe- make a rule oh, that you okay. couldn't you drop, drop off. off. You had to put it in the mail. Yeah, you couldn't to. drop it off. No. Well, here's what it, here, it's it's sobering. Um, this this is. Um, um, well, let's take the state you're in right now, not Illinois, but Wisconsin. Right. Uh, you had mentioned before that uh, you know. We, when mother voted that you had to witness her ballot and i was shocked by that because that is a very unusual thing well it's down uh, ha- from notary you know what they used it's to have you had to notarize it okay mm-hmm. that that is it's just unbelievable well no i anyway. mean it's easier than a notary because you can just grab no, but that's what i'm saying they used right. to say that you had to notarize it well, well some do it's only if you can claim a disability that means, you know, like mother because of her advanced age only has to have it witnessed. Okay, still. The Times says that uh, they point out that having a witness sign the ballots is a hurdle made obviously more difficult by the pandemic. And it, there's organized groups now that are trying to help older people um, who might not have witnesses around, blah, 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 blah. So there are all these people that have – it also says that Wisconsin has one of the strictest voter ID mandates. Um, Pennsylvania had a voter ID uh, – well, tried to, and our a huge legal fight and our Supreme Court – Yes, I had, I had to photograph the front and back of mother's driver's okay. license in order well, for her to get thing. a left. Lifetime absentee ballot. So yes, they say you need passed. to have a photograph. Now listen, think of this. I don't know how to do that. You have to include, if you apply for your absentee ballot, you have to put a photograph of yourself, which means that you have to know how to navigate a computer. Well, no, it has to be a, vo- a, a photo ID. Okay, so you have to photograph your driver's license. Or, a lot of old people don't ID, have a driver's or, license. And therefore, you have to have uh, gotten yourself a state Stop ID. Stop and think how many people don't. Of they course, don't even have an ID. Of course. And even if you make it free, the fact that you might have to pay somebody to get you there makes it a yeah. poll tax. Okay. Okay. Now, here's another weird thing about Wisconsin. And these are all – I mean, these are all Republicans – uh, working hard, doing what they do best, which is preventing people from exercising their most valuable right. Unlike almost every other state, Wisconsin does not have a single office responsible for voting. Nor, and this stunned me, in almost every state, elections are overseen by counties. In Wisconsin, Counties do not oversee the election. Guess who oversees the election? The Republican Senate. No, (laughs) it's worse than that. Every municipality, every little teeny rural townships that might have just a part-time old clerk, every single municipality, almost 2,000 little bailiwicks, each well, one. Sense. and that's why, that's why we dropped off at the Alloway. In, Al- in Alloway, right, that's right. Not even in Green Bay. Mom didn't vote in Green Bay. She didn't vote in Brown County. She had to vote in this tiny little suburb of uh, Green Bay. Everyone is a different functioning entity for conducting the election, for counting the votes, it's unbelievable. Okay, that's you now in Wisconsin. In Pennsylvania, it's – oh, God. Well, at least you got a Supreme Court decision in your favor. Well, yeah. Yes, we did. But uh, – Okay, so what do you have to do in Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania to vote? You, okay. You managed to get it done. I did. But as I told you, I was in strange territory. Uh, Our Republican legislature still is dithering on whether to allow 
uh, election officials to begin processing all of these ballots like mine that they are receiving prior before to November yeah. 3rd. That doesn't mean they're counting. They're maybe checking off that this person, you know, they're doing this pre processing stuff. And here is the guy who's like, he heads the election data and science lab from MIT. He says Pennsylvania is the one everyone is worried about. And that's because this is a state that has, doesn't have a history of a lot of absentee ballots. And yet Pennsylvanians, of course, are doing absentee ballots at a, you know, astonishingly high rate. Um, over Three million requests, 600 or 700,000 already returned, yet not a single one of those can be touched by any of the county election officials until November 3rd. Here's the reality. The overwhelming majority of votes in Pennsylvania will not be counted until Friday after the election. The election's on a Tuesday. And by law, Pennsylvania, then we could be the, we're like the linchpin possibly. Pennsylvania does not offer any form of in-person early voting. So there's none of that you can do. Um, they did allow for satellite election offices to be uh, put up, which Allegheny County did. But it's one of only seven counties of the 67 counties that did. Every other county, you got one place. And parse this for me. I don't know why I can't get this. It says the existing county election offices also offer voters the ability to vote by absentee ballot in person. Yeah. Well, it wait, means you but can it, request a ballot, vote it there, and hand it right back. But it just seems to me if it's an absentee ballot. Well, you can get it early. Say you're going to be absent from the state on election day, vote it right there and hand it back. Okay. So it's a form it says, of absentee ba of, of voting yeah. early, but it's not counted on a machine the way it still has to go into that late okay. counting process. Philadelphia is potentially uh, worried about uh, intimidation and potential, you know, who knows, violence. Yeah, and they have with guns, yeah. Yeah, Let's be as, clear. Is, as is Michigan. Um, uh, well, they're really. not chanting lock her up. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the people that, which is an improvement over kidnapping killer, I'd like to point out. Listen to this. On Friday, the Michigan Secretary of State ordered banning firearms at polling places within 100 feet. Well, good luck getting to the now. Am I reading that right? <laughs> yeah, you have to be a hundred feet away. But you can have so there can be like a bunch of scary looking guys holding guns and rifles and you know machine Across guns. Across the street. Know. Yep. Also, it says here Michigan um, also does not let their counting begin until uh, the third. And they anticipate being one of the last states to report full results, again, estimating that Friday, November 6th. So there you've got two of the linchpin states, Pennsylvania and Michigan, saying they don't think they're going to have uh, the votes counted um, until Friday, which gives, uh, you know, three, four, three days for the Republicans to make real trouble, right? Yep. Scary. It's just scary. I'm sorry. Speaking of that, can I just do, I'm going to do a public service thing. Got this from the Allegheny, Allegheny County, uh, which is, I want to say this. Allegheny County has done a hell of a job in this. They've done really well. 
There was one horrible thing that happened, but that was not really their fault because what they did, along with a ton of other uh, jurisdictions, is when they realized how many people were going to be voting with absentee ballots, and that was not something they were really set up to handle, they um, contracted out some of the uh, the printing of these ballots and the dispensing of these ballots to private companies that do that kind of thing. And there's one company in Cleveland who Allegheny County did this with. And what they did, they screwed up nearly 30,000 ballots sent to Allegheny County voters. Um, And it wasn't just Allegheny County. This is a place called Midwest Direct. Midwest Direct screwed up so many counties in Ohio that had turned to them that there are several Ohio counties that are scrambling now to find last-minute contingency plans to make sure that their people can vote. That's the only glitch, and it was from not from doing, you know, sending it to the private sector. But right. get this: the private sector, Midwest Direct in Cleveland. I'm looking at a picture of the of the company. It's a mailing company. It flies the American flag, and right under it, it's flying Trump 2020. Right. So you have to ask whether they didn't. Right. Is that unbelievable? Well, as a strategy, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because they're screwing up their own candidate, too. You know, you can't be sure whose votes you're. Well, with Allegheny County, you got a pretty good shot. Um, anyway, and, and this also will go to Ohio. The Secretary of State of Ohio, Republican, of course, has forbidden Ohio counties from installing more than one drop box per county. Can you imagine? Anyway, back to Allegheny County. There are really enhanced hours, guys, from now on um, downtown. 542 Forbes Avenue and the lobby for dropping off your ballot. They're going to be open every day from now until election day, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, from 8 to 9 uh, a.m. to as late as 8 p.m., depending on the day, they are open. Okay. And also a number of satellites uh, open. Uh, So, just so you know. Um, I don't know. Scary. It is scary. It's just scary. It's just scary. We all have to vote, and and then we all have to insist on patiently waiting for the results. And then I think... We will have won. You know, yeah. I'm just concerned about whether we get take the, the Senate or not, and, and I don't know that we're going to be able to do that. I think we will. I sure hope so. Little Tony writes, wasn't it wonderful, a wonderful feeling when you checked that website and they received your ballot? Yeah. I myself breathed a wonderful sigh of relief. I checked that website so many times it's not funny, and finally it was done. I hope we'll do this in future elections as well. What's obvious to me in this election is that Republicans are working so hard to make it as difficult as possible for citizens to vote. You know, that's well, the only way they, they can honestly, win. They, they've just awoken to the fact that, they, that they, it, they're making it as difficult for their own folks. And and they're now actively working against their own propaganda that they put out there because, oops, well, but they know that this uh, nation has far more 
Democrats. Democrats. They know that they are a minority party. And they they know exactly what they're doing, and and that's why they target the urban areas. They target black people. They've gone after any population, uh, ex-felons that they feel for sure will not be voting for them would vote for. And they it it's just they don't they don't support the idea of democracy. And now we know what they do support: autocracy. Raw power invested in one deranged man and a small party around him that anyone could think. I, I, I guess what freaks me out, and I keep saying it, is, dear God in heaven, who are these millions upon millions upon millions of Americans whose heads have been brainwashed to the point that they would support Donald Trump. I'll even give them a buy if they did it the first time. Anyone voting a second time. Well, anyone that is voting a second time is telling you what they will accept to get whatever it is they think they want. No, but a lot of them, Susan, okay, I can understand a rich person. But a I lot guess, of these people okay. aren't rich. Okay, so then they're voting because he it's the last vestige of the way things used to be with white people in charge? That'd be it then. No, so I, think, I think rich people I think, and racists. I think about 75% of them are voting for Trump because they think he's pro-life. And they don't no. and that's it. That's just it. They are one I wonder how many abortions he's paid for. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, we know we know how ridiculous that is. I mean, you don't even have to go back to that. You can just, you know, go to the fact that he's touting the cure for the for COVID nineteen, um, which is based on uh, fetal cell, you know, need, re- required aborted cells to come to fruition. Yeah. You know, and and so no, but that is why. I mean, that is of all the people I talk to, and a few of them are do it because of the economy. But that's if that's almost that's worse. Hey, I want to point out that this uh, Supreme Court decision, which uh, which allows uh, which allows Pennsylvania ballots that are postmarked by November 3rd to still be counted if even if they arrive as much as three days later, that was a 4-4 decision. And a tie goes to the lower court's ruling, which was in favor of allowing those votes to be counted. That's why we won. The 4-4 was obviously... Some one of the Robert. Republicans, it was, of course, Chief Justice Roberts siding with the three liberal justices. Well, um, give it up when Amy comes on, yep. because we would lose that. And as far as I know, she will not recuse herself from any of the cases having to do, and there'll be a gazillion of them, having to do with this election. So you can imagine that those are going to be 5-4 or 6-3 rulings in the Republicans' favor, which is why they so busily did what they've been doing for the last four years, packing the court. I'm just um yeah or or they'll know that if they behave in a totally unprofessional way and start throwing, you know, overturning this decision and that decision that uh then there will be a an enlarged court. It will be totally constitutional, but they've got to show themselves to it being intent on on not being conservative judges who would not do that sort of thing, but on being activist 
you know, judges for conservative causes. That's totally different. You know, being an originalist, I wonder why Amy doesn't say that well, any what's vote. What's she doing there? She doesn't even have vote, a vote. Any vote done on a uh, this newfangled uh, machinery uh, cannot be counted. Well, that didn't she exist. shouldn't be sitting there if she's an of originalist. Well, <laughs> she wouldn't have be. the job. She's going to be have a vote. She's going to be. They are well, the most lying bunches. This of, is, I mean, this is what always amuses me. I call it the Phyllis Schlafly kind of feminist. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is I get to do whatever I want while telling the rest of you to stay home, have babies, and let the Lord plan your day. Right. And every way, and I need the Lord in every sense of the word. So, um, one thing, sort of a throwaway line from the monster currently in the Oval Office, you know, uh, I mean, boy, he was in good form yesterday. People are tired of hearing Fauci and these idiots, all these idiots. They got it all wrong. Fauci's a disaster. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so Trump at one point, and it was a few days ago, said that he would possibly, if he loses, leave the country. I know. Okay. If he'd go to Russia, where else? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Where the hell could he go? He'd go to Russia, but here's the joke. They wouldn't want him because what use is – He's no use to them anymore. absolutely no use. I mean, he'd be – He'd be he'd be uh, you know have inhaling nerve gas faster than nah he could go to Saudi Arabia he could go to the Philippines he could go Kim Jong Un would take him in I mean stop and think about it an American president saying if he loses he might leave the country now the reason he'd leave of course is he would leave fleeing as a fugitive from justice. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knows without the protection of the presidency, I mean, all he's going to do the rest of his life is be a defendant in court in court cases. So I really I'm intrigued by that. It's something that has never of course happened. And um, I think it's a possibility. I really well, of do. course, because even he's figured out that um, he can't be pardoned for something that he has not yet been charged. And if Biden wins, there ain't going to be any pardons. And, and half the charges are state charges anyway, so there's nobody to pardon him. Well, I don't know. And New York State prisons are are much more uh, to my liking for him than uh, <laughs> Trump in Rikers Island. Do I? Yeah, love I mean, that. you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's something to smile about here and there. Oh, probably not though. This came across the um, the wire uh, the other what last night. And um, just the headline. I'm just going to leave you with the headline, okay? Because it involves the guy I really want to see um, impeached, and that'd be William Barr, the Attorney General. He should, like uh, George Mitchell uh, before him, end up in jail. So that's Nixon's AG for those of you who are too young. Okay, here's the headline, New York Times. Justice Department says Trump's denial of rape was an official act. Oh, right. The rape or the denial thereof? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, who knows? But if the rape was an act of the president, I guess you couldn't. I, you know, and then I read the article and it was all this legalistic, you know, back and forth crapola. But this is how corrupted Barr is in that he jumped in to this libel suit coming out of the rape charge. 
um, in New York. Incredible. The Justice Department, your Justice Department is arguing that the Trump denial of rape was an official act of the president, and thus he is not to be um, sued. The proper suit would go against, I guess they're saying, the Justice Department. I don't know. It's just legal, legal mumbo jumbo. But this is the kind of headline that we have now gotten used to. And I'm not even going to where Susan, I know you eat, Susan and I spoke last night, where you're just itching to go, which is uh, Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> yeah, where his name is now becoming unfortunate, you know. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, t- tube in? What do you mean? No, well, it, well, he was he was masturbating, so he was. Uh, yeah, is that what he was it. doing? Yes, of course, that's what he was doing. Well, I know I get turned on during uh, Zoom meetings. He, yeah, so 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 here's the thing, though. I mean, it's not a victimless crime. I mean, if he's sitting there masturbating, you know, as he's listening to his colleagues, that's just like an assault on all of them. It's just. But he, you have to believe he thought he was not visible. Yeah, who cares? I'd like to believe that if I'm having a business meeting with a human being, the, that the human being on the other side isn't sexually aroused enough to want to masturbate during the meeting. No, or here's so the other bored. Yes, exactly. Thank you. So bored. That was it. That's got to be it. So bored that he decides, well, I got a moment here. I'm not listening to this crap. And uh, yeah. But again, I just want to say, guys, (laughs) what is with guys? Did you ever have any idea, Susan, how many men um, are just led around by their dicks? No, yeah, not, I mean, not I quite, not, not quite, not quite. No, I not mean, quite. Or, or think that anyone wants to look at them, or that they're entitled. <laughs> you know, they're just entitled to take whatever they want. I mean, you know, it is becoming distressingly obvious, uh, uh, men. Um, I'm, I was trying to think of a word other than men. Um, uh, but it's become distressingly obvious that um, there's way too many of you, way too many of you that give yourself far too much permission in that regard. Oh, yeah. But let's not forget the millions upon millions who don't. But That's what I mean. There God are millions upon millions, but I'm distressed. At, at the constant uncovering of, you know, yet several more, you know. Uncovering? Was that a pun? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Bill says know. in regard to Trump leaving the country, my mom used to say, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Right. Well, I would Yeah, as long as he takes them on, they all have to run. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and you know, honestly, that is that the, they're smart. You bet you they're they're plotting their their decampment, like good little traitorous rats they are. Oh dear. So I want to just share with that upset me this morning. <laughs> Normal morning. Um, front page, New York Times headline. Conspiracy theory creeps from fringe to GOP. And that's sort of a, isn't that a benign kind of a headline? Conspiracy theory creeps from fringe to GOP. And I thought, they couldn't be talking about QAnon, could they? Of course they are. QAnon is the GOP at this point. Okay. So they start by talking to... um, uh, a woman who is the chairwoman of uh, the Republican Party in Dalton, Georgia. 
And she says, the large majority of people, they understand about QAnon. Those who don't, well, they've not looked into what it's about. Okay. And then there's this few sentences from the New York Times front page following they don't know what it's about. Across the country, Republicans like Ms. Putnam are embracing QAnon. The followers of this online phenomenon believe that the Democratic establishment and much of the Republican elite are deeply corrupt and that Mr. Trump was delivered to save America from both. That is not. That, how cleansed is that? QAnon yeah. is an online phenomenon, that, believing that the Democrats and some even of the Republicans are corrupt and that Trump is here to save them. That's not how you would describe QAnon. No. Saying Tom Hanks has a pedophile ring that, you know, is not, that's not what that is. And then, and and getting all these, I don't know, um, and I, to call them suburban housewives, I, I think is just um, a, a, a slur on suburban housewives. The, um, these unthinking, um, ignorant women who think that they're talking about child trafficking and they can't tell the real trafficker from the great story. Well, I mean, th- really? This, and- yeah, this report actually goes on to get better in that it explains how QAnon um, embraces anything that will pull in another. So they're, they're starting to get in the anti-vaxxers. They're getting anybody who's prone to believe any kind of general Bullshit. conspiracy theory. So, they, yeah, so that there's these pedophiles all over the place. So there's, they get the racists. They get the – so it, it becomes this umbrella where somebody can say, well, I don't, I think that's nonsense about this, uh, you know, drinking blood and all that. But there's, uh, these people are onto something here. And you end up, right, sort of owning the Republican Party. That's right. You, I mean, you can't believe it, but there it is. They've given up, every, I mean, when you think about, William F. Buckley, <laughs> well, as the as the former look of the ultra conservative Republicans, right? Oh, he still is, but yeah. Well, he's not like comparing... this. I mean, he had yeah. He would not have bought this, right? He claimed to be thinking and just coming out with different answers. You know, that's it, which with which I may have disagreed, but I didn't find him a monster necessarily for, you know, reasoning thusly. Although, you know, he was an... Well, oh, he was just... Uh, he was a racist. No. He was a... He was I a, mean, just, he's a real disgusting piece of work. Yes, he was. He really was. Yes. He really was. With a big alcohol problem. Yes. Uh, Brooke writes, you said you can't understand how half the country has been fooled by Trump. Not half, maybe 35% to 40. His followers are not typical supporters. Rather, they are cult followers. So it's sort of like, yeah, well, I do agree. It's, it is a cult of personality. Uh, people think I'm being overly dramatic when I say that, but this feels like a cult. I agree. No, it is a cult. His followers will do anything that he asks them to. It's, I, it's a death cult. They'll put themselves at risk to honor him. Well, um, you know, it's, it's what I get. I mean, here, the same people that call themselves pro-life are frequently the people that are screaming that they don't want to wear masks because it's against their liberty. And so my question is, how pro-life are you? I, I mean, th- these, these deeply held beliefs you scratch the surface, they make no sense. 
Aaron says this vile family fleeing the country makes them into kind of an evil version of the Von Trapps. <laughs> they can't uh, sing. Imagine melanoma singing as they... Melanoma. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron says there's a musical in this. I know it. Someone call Mel Brooks. Okay. <laughs> Randy Rainbow. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, God. God. Um, oh, my God. Um, uh, wait, hey, <laughs> hang on. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing three things at once. Um, Okay, and uh, what else we got here? Wait a um, Oh, I hear something bad. I got to tell you. Oh, I did something last night, and there's no return. I Whack. opened I opened the bag of Halloween candy I bought. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, yeah. I haven't bought any. I haven't bought any. I just, oh. I mean, there was, a woman, there was a woman at the store last week. Putting it all out, and I my hand was on a bag. Yeah, and I looked at her and I well, said, "I'm going to eat them all too early, too early." She said, <laughs> I "Dropped." It I right know, in front damn of her. it. I know. I rarely go out to the store, and I was out, and I saw them. I thought, "Oh, well, I should get." Damn, and it sat there for like ten days without me touching it. And last night, in a moment of despair and weakness, looking for something sweet in life. Oh, I'm screwed. Anyway, we have a caller. (laughs) (laughs) I bought large candy bars. (laughs) Hello? 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 Hey. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Susan. Um, Yeah, by the way, yeah, that what a – how the great lady has fallen. Uh, Conspiracy theory, you know, creeps into GOP. How about – GOP embraces fringe conspiracy theory. Yeah, right. As, as it, cre- it creeps in, it, it's just osmosis. It's a natural, uh, inexplicable uh, phenomenon. And they I think drive me crazy. I think, it. I think we should stop dressing them up as conspiracy theories. I think we should just call them bullshit. You know, uh, lies. Oh, but the New York Times can't do that, Susan. Well, they lies. are the paper of record. <laughs> Besides, that wouldn't be even-handed. Yeah. No, certainly not. Um, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the, the rest of the article is sort of interesting, but they they really – this tepid uh, front page um, headline enraged me. But, uh, but then well, I'm we, know, to we, we all know it takes a lot to do that. But uh, I know, I know. I was just saying I'm quick to anger. Regarding, regarding the, uh, the the Trump cartel board members uh, fleeing the country, um, they can't be allowed to do that. Why? They can't be allowed to do that. The, 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 the FBI and the NSA and the Secret Service are going to have to keep close tabs on – Every one of those malefactors, um, you know who David Trump is, correct? The uh, you know the ex-Bush administration flack who you know essentially turned uh, who who rapidly turned and became an anti-Trumper. And yeah, well, well, well yeah, so done some really. Uh, he made this very salient point that Donald Trump owes personally owes yeah personally. Over half a billion dollars, million dollars, yeah, right, yeah, to individuals who are almost certainly foreign oligarchs. Oh, you can bet they're, they're Russians, Ukrainian oligarchs, right? Right, sure, yeah, maybe a Kazani uh, here and there. There's no doubt that this man, who is likely has the lowest character of any individual ever elected to the Oval Office, including Nixon, I include Nixon in that. Oh, he hell would yeah. sell out America's secrets in a heartbeat to pay off those debts. Otherwise, he's dead broke in, in the next four or five years. He's dead broke after that. He can't repay them. He can't repay them. 
No, but he'll, he'll start a media network. He'll start a media network. And uh, well, who the hell knows? You know what? I don't care. Here's what my great fear is. Here's my great fear. Our media Won't will continue yeah. to cover his every friggin' move. And oh, yeah, if it means rating, verbal yeah. diarrhea. And he will still. I mean, that, that is, that is my, it's not my fear. I know it. I know it. But, but, let's, remember, but let's remember this. And, and Trump has said that he has to be kept in this country, and the Treasury should actually buy his debts and put him on an allowance and a fixed payment plan. Because otherwise, he's the biggest security risk this country has ever known. The biggest. Let's also remember his, his, his businesses, his properties. As the New York Times experts say, demonstrate, I give them that. I'm going to give them that. Because um, the reporters, their actual investigative reporters, have done excellent work. Um, his businesses are, ble- his properties are bleeding money. He doesn't have an income, so he's not a billionaire. No, a we billion. know that. He's, a fa- he's exactly what Mark we know said he was four years ago: a fake living on credit. Totally a fake living on credit. Right, 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 right. We 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 do all know that. Well, we don't all know it, but uh, that's that's a fact. Hey, thanks for the call. I got a lot of other emails in. Want to get other points of view? Thank you. Or not other points of view, but yeah, right. Uh, More echoes in the chamber. Okay. Yes. This one's from Father Joseph. I'm not sure I've got the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, Lynn, if Trump leaves the country, then it would have to be with the assistance of the Department of State. Well, I'm sure that uh, Pompeo would be happy. He might actually be right behind him. Our foreign uh, competitors would like nothing more than to ingratiate themselves with any former president in hopes of gleaning highly sensitive government secrets. My hope would be charges against him from the New York AG. Ongoing investigations would prevent him from leaving the country. The other issue is that any agreement he signed regarding high-level access to intelligence includes a prohibition against disclosing sensitive information while you have access. None of that matters to him. Excuse me, I did it again. I never let him just talk. In the security world, that's called being read in. There's also a document one has to sign after leaving a job requiring a high-level security clearance. That's part of what we call being read out. In short, you are held responsible for what you say after leaving the job. Trump could be the gift that keeps on giving to our enemies if he runs amok outside the United States as a former president. Yeah. Well, we can't imagine. We can't even imagine. Wow. Bree, writing from Malaysia, is stunned into silence by my saying that I was into my Halloween candy because he's living in a country that has some, I guess, functional brain power in its, uh, in its uh, national governance because he has just written, huh? There can't be trick-or-treating, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bree, Bree, I speak to you from the United States of America, where this is all a hoax. And uh, and given your name, be free. That's be free is the most important thing to us, and to not allow the little kitties to go door to door is just too much cruelty. And so, yes, I I don't know. I know L.A. saying no. Pittsburgh said, okay, but be safe. Well, let let me tell you what my my son is doing. Uh, And um, he he found a large PVC pipe in the garage, and he has uh, created a slide that from inside his door (laughs) down to the bottom of the steps the trick-or-treaters will be down at the steps, and then he will oh, shoot out their candy down the PVC oh. pipe oh. right into their kettles. Oh. Yeah, but we all can't. We are not all engineers, okay? We're not all I Well, all there, I'm just saying that there are ways that, to there are ways. Well, I do thought, it. I thought I could be masked 
and I can have gloves on, right? And I will just drop candy with my gloves into their little, you know. Well, stay safe or throw it at it, you know. You just, you don't stay safe. I'll pelt Or I'll just stick a bunch of candy out there. I wouldn't let my kids do it. Well, I'm just I'm just going to put candy outside the door, which I've done for years. It's because it's, uh, you know, I, I just gets over. Or I could do the, the grumpy old lady thing and turn my turn lights off. Turn the lights off and huddle in the back of the house. No, I turn the lights on and I put candy outside. But there are safe ways to do it, and and uh, just mostly you can't have masses of people on sidewalks. You have to stay in your little family and and stay six feet from the door. But when I saw the PVC pipe, I just cracked me up. (laughs) That is cute. That is an adorable idea. Well, it's, you know, it's inexpensive. Anyone can run and get one. (laughs) No. Um, Um, Okay. Hey, um, just a few other things. So there's a debate on Thursday in which they'll be able to mute Trump. You know, as much as he's going to hate that, assuming he does show up, that's going to help him. Yeah. Well, it yeah. depends. It depends. And if he doesn't run around his side of the plexiglass and just start screaming <laughs> at Biden and his mic. You know, I don't know that that's going to do anything. I also don't know that it's going to shut him up. They can mute his mic, and he can be yelling over there on the other side, and you'll still hear him yelling. Yeah. I mean, you know, mics will pick that up. Oh, boy. But it will be fun to do. (laughs) Oops, boom. God, I don't even know if I'm going to watch, but I guess I'll try it out and we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. What difference does it make? I already Well, it was sort of fun watching Savannah Guthrie uh, give him hell. I didn't watch, but I did see little Well, I didn't watch at the time, but I watched afterwards. You know, I watched clips and I thought she was she was pretty fearless, actually. No, she was. I was impressed. Anyway. I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Because um, that's not easy to no, not be cowed. No. You know? And as you can see by all of the reporters by, and oh, interviewers. By, you can see by everybody around him. Yeah. Um, right. We have a caller. Okay. Hello. He's as tall as he is. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, uh, Hi. there's something that might happen on election light that people weren't thinking about. And I oh, good. What? And it's two states that people think, ah, Trump's going to win. But Beto O'Rourke says, look at Texas. Maybe. He said it'll come in early because they have a lot of early voting, and the voting's up big time. He said it might go blue. And if that goes blue... It's over. Trump, yeah. And George is another one. So, Well, I have a quote here from, from I Admiral... I didn't think you were going to say hopeful things. You you faked me out with your... Uh... Susan, he's, done a, he's had a, 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 a personality <laughs> transplant. He is now our Pollyanna, everything will be fine. <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow. Okay, wait. So listen... This is a quote from Admiral McRaven, in case you forgot. He's the guy who oversaw getting bin Laden, the bin Laden raid, which, by the way, Trump and his cohort are now actively saying that that didn't happen. It's like the moon landing. Yeah, it didn't happen. But here's what uh, Admiral McRaven said. This week, I went to the polls in Texas. Truth be told, I am a pro-life pro-Second Amendment, small government, strong defense, and a national anthem-ding conservative. I voted for Joe Biden. Yep, so. I don't know. Let's hope there's more of them and more in the military. 
because that's usually he's got to be losing people in the military. So. Oh, I think he is. I mean, I I read several stories that he is, and among the rank and file too, which is not what they would expect. Oh God. Well, let's hope. Well, you know, let's not be surprised. Hello. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Um, uh, Here somebody says, um, remember with Trump, uh, you know, I always said Trump cornered or Trump losing. He's still in office after he loses. And a humiliated uh, loser uh, which he, you know, he will be at his most dangerous. And I just saw um, something saying, you know, there's all these sort of adages about that, you know, how a, a dying mule kicks the hardest. He could try to take everything down. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if the people around him stop it. I don't know. I don't know. Once... Well, you know, that, I mean, in in true cult leader fashion, look at what Jim Jones did. So, you know. Okay, so I just want to say that I was upset by this little tidbit I came upon. So why should I be alone in my upsetness? <laughs> You're always happy to share. So. Yes. Okay. Now, some people might think this is wonderful, but... A Seattle company has designed augmented reality goggles. Well, excuse me? Google Glass did that a long time ago. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Augmented reality goggles for military dogs. So that their handlers can give remote commands to them during operations. These dogs are used to being directed with verbal commands, hand signals, or laser pointers, which require the handler to be in close proximity so the dog can see him. But in unsafe environments, that can be something that can't be done. So... These new augmented reality goggles for these poor animals, developed with research funding provided by the U.S. taxpayer, would let a handler see everything the dog is seeing. And then the handler can provide specific commands using visual clues that will show up in the dog's line of vision. So they allow the handler to come into the dog's line of vision and give the dog the commands. <laughs> These sweet, wondrous animals being used like that. I can't bear it. Using 3D scans, the makers can custom fit the equipment for each dog. Can you imagine these poor animals? Are, they're already used to wearing goggles, and now they'll be wearing goggles and seeing. Yeah, I, it just, and their handlers back in safety. So this is, everybody should say, this is wonderful. So now humans don't have to die, but these wondrous dogs who put all yeah. their trust in us, they yeah. can die. Yep. Yeah. Because, <sighs> because... Humans, in all of their exceptionalism, really think that they're more important than every other creature that's been miraculously created. Well, that's right. And, it, and okay, I've got one more uh, thing on the science beat for you. This was a given. I know we all have masks, right? <clears throat> well, the Washington Post reports that... Hormel, that's the meat company, Yep, has come out with a bacon-flavored mask. Yeah, I know. I saw that. 
So every time you breathe, you're going to be breathing in bacon. Now, I got to tell you, I love the smell of bacon, but I don't like every breath having the smell of bacon in it because after a while, it'll just be, it'll ruin the smell of bacon, right? Right. Well, right. After a while, it'll just make you sick. And as if that's not enough, uh, Jack in the Box is now giving away masks that are scented like chicken. I'm just saying. Um, and here's an interesting thing. I've seen pictures, I mean paintings from way back when, like 1400s, 1500s, of uh, people wearing masks, only they have these long, long sort of like beak-like things coming out of them. Yeah. And it turns out that those were masks worn by doctors during right. uh, the plagues, yep, and they would stuff those long beak-like proboscis things coming out of their masks with sweet-smelling <laughs> herbs that they thought would fight off disease, but more importantly, would cover up the spear yeah. of death. So... You know, when I read that, I thought, oh, my God, I had seen and, you know, looking at old, old paintings. Sometimes these things where they're wearing these odd things. Right, masks. So that's what they are, masks yeah. that have this long protuberance, and they're stuffed with uh, sweet-smelling stuff. So, I God almighty. You're just so anyway, a font of information, Lynn Cullen. Well, I know. I, I, I could ab- absolutely summon up a picture of <laughs> a, you know, of a person in said mask. I've seen it many times myself. Yeah, yeah. So, and here, one more thing, speaking of a fount of information. Yesterday, I shared this story about uh, the War of 1812 and Francis Friggin Scott Key and how the British in the war had uh, told uh, slaves, if you escape and come to us and serve in our Marines, we will, um, after your service, give you land and your freedom, obviously. And damn if thousands of them didn't do it. We never learned this stuff. Anyway, they were given land later in, um, I'm remembering, Tobago and uh, Trinidad, and there is still, and they were called Americans, M-E-R-I-K-I-N-S, Americans. And I shared this story yesterday, and then after I shared it, I thought, that is so mind-blowing, because we never learned anything like that. No, so no. I Googled Americans, M-E-R-I-K-I-N-S, and damn, there's a documentary about them, and I just wanted to say, follow up on that. It's fascinating. And again, we'll show you that we do not know our history. We've been fed a bunch of sanitized bunk. Okay? Yep. Okay. Good. No, All I right. Mean- Okay, you know, I, I have to say I felt that way when I was a little girl, you know, researching in the world book. Uh, I think it was Ponce de Leon, and I found out he wasn't a nice guy. Oh, my God, he wasn't? I, I, no, I remember, I remember actually writing a, por- a, a report about the sanitized version that we were, <laughs> I swear, I think I was like eight, and I was upset. But anyway, okay, we're <laughs> over. We are, we're over. We are so over and done. Sue, thanks a lot. Stay okay. safe there. Every time I look at a map. I know, I know, I know. We're, there I, is I nothing mean, bigger and blacker than Green Bay, Valley. My thumb on the pulse of the info and right around where we are, we have leveled off and are beginning to you but, see the all these cases because we are the medical center. They're coming into the hospital here. I know, I know, um, but but they're still. I mean, they're headed. God, Lynn I saw Helen, a quote from anywhere. somebody we in Oconto. A quote from somebody in Oconto County, um, a health care worker, who said, 
if people don't start taking this seriously, we're there's no end. That's and, right. And so I just want I'm embarrassed, but so I apparently hail from uh, Stupidville because can you imagine still being still? And I saw someone from Bell and Hospital the other day say they the the, the chief uh, the doctor saying they think it's a hoax. I know. He was going, if there's one thing I can just please, you know, everywhere in the country watching this, it's real. And it can come to your small community that thought it had beaten it already, like we did. Jesus, God, well, hunker down, stay safe, and God help us. We are totally hunkered tonight. And and, and as long as we're over, I'll tell you one more thing, that I'm going to box now, and then I'm going to empty out your lovely gift to me, and drag them inside for the winter. That's it. Oh, where are you putting them? In the basement? In the basement so I can wail away down there, and he won't scare everybody. Okay. All right, Suze. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you again. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Goodbye. I know. Bye. Okay, everybody. Bye. God dang. Talk at you tomorrow. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.